Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about something that is happening in the Middle East that I believe is a result of some lack of resolve and weakness on the part of American foreign policy. Now, before I dive into the subject, let me quickly say that I am a conservative, definitely right of center, but I am not the kind of conservative who believes that the United States is the world's policeman. I don't believe that we should be going abroad and fighting every war and righting every wrong uh, to the loss of American lives and to the great cost to the American uh, economy and government. Uh, I do believe in our morality and our public policy, our foreign policy. Uh, I do believe we need to show resolve at times, as I'm about to explain. But I am not a conservative um, who believes it's the job of America to spread democracy everywhere in the world. I do not believe that an American-style democracy or Republican-style government is the only kind of government that works in the world. Uh, Some of the best nations in the world are monarchies. um, And we certainly can see the flaws in democracy as, as uh, Churchill said, democracy is the best, uh, the worst government in the world, except for all the rest. And so I don't think that our mission, our calling, our purpose as Americans is to take our style of government to the world and to fight battles until that happens. That is not what we're here for. Having said that, and having said that I'm hesitant about us being the world's policemen and feeling like we have to go fight every war and every battlefront, I believe some weakness that we have shown in the Middle East is causing great trouble and may continue to cause trouble for generations to come. Let me explain. Right now in the Middle East, Russia is moving in and gaining alliances and gathering territory where it did, it had not had territory or alliances and uh, treaties before. At this point, Russia under Vladimir Putin and Syria are together decimating the Kurds, attempting to decimate the Kurds, are literally combating and fighting with U.S. troops, are building bases where they, they, sh- they have no right to build bases, and are developing an alliance much to uh, the, da- the endangerment of American foreign policy and even the interest of democracy and freedom in the region. Now, I believe that this came about because American foreign policy was weak at certain critical moments. And I believe that Vladimir Putin was watching. I believe that Assad was watching from Syria. And when they saw this weakness on the part of the U.S., they began to go on the move. Now, when was the first time this happened? Well, there have been many in history, but the most recent one, the one that was most significant, was last September when there was a referendum by the Kurds that I've mentioned in this podcast before. Many of you recall uh, that in September, the Kurds of northern Iraq, the Kurds of Iraqi Kurdistan, had a referendum on independence. Should their part of Iraq go independent and become an independent nation? 93% of the Kurds of Iraqi Kurdistan said, yes, we should be independent. Well, that 
produced, that resulted in an assault by Iraqi forces out of Baghdad in league with Shiite Iranian forces. That resulted in an assault by those forces on the Kirkuk oil fields, some of the most valuable oil fields in the world. Land was taken, Kurds were killed, property was taken, oil fields that belonged to Iraqi Kurdistan uh, were confiscated. And this was clearly a punitive move against Iraqi Kurdistan for having held the referendum. Now, all the Kurds did was say they wanted to have independence. They didn't declare independence. They said they wanted to have independence to the tune of 93%. And then they turned to Baghdad to negotiate, asking for Western help. Instead, Baghdad invaded. It did so in league with Iranian Shiite militia, because right now the government in Baghdad is Shia-led. And blood was shed, territory was conquered, and the U.S. did Nothing. We did absolutely nothing while one of our best allies in the world was being invaded by an Iraqi government that we, by the way, uh, protected, defended, and established, and an Iranian government that our current administration says is one of our great enemies in the world. We did Nothing. And by the way, just so you know how it works behind the scenes, there's no way that the Iraqi military under command from Baghdad moved on the Kurds without the U.S. sending the signal that it was okay. Through diplomatic channels, we said, you do that, we'll sit silent. So we sent that signal or they would not have moved. And they made that move and we did nothing. Well, Vladimir Putin was watching. Assad from Syria was watching and they saw that we did nothing while our best allies uh, in the defeat of Saddam Hussein and the defeat of ISIS were being assaulted. We did absolutely nothing. In fact, much of that assault was made with U.S. weapons that the United States had given to Baghdad. So the point is that this signaled weakness. This absolutely signaled weakness. Now, there's a town largely of Kurds in in, uh, uh, the Middle East, in Syria, called Afrin, A-F-R-I-N. It is currently being bombarded by Turkish forces. Those forces are being reinforced by Russian forces, and Kurds are being killed by the hundreds. Again, the U.S. is doing nothing. So increasingly, Vladimir Putin in Russia, Assad in Syria are being emboldened by the fact that the U.S., despite the fact we supposedly have a tough talking president, despite the fact that we say we're going to make America great again, despite the fact that we have uh, said that we would deal with, that we would, that the Kurds are an ally and that we would support them. We've said that repeatedly through a number of administrations. We have sat silently and done Nothing. What that does is it emboldens our enemies. And that's what we're seeing in the Middle East. I believe that we are seeing Russia gain territory in the Middle East that it has longed for for generations. It's going to find a warm warm water port before it's all over with, something that it's wanted historically. It's going to uh, build alliances. It's going to continue to move in, build alliances with Syria, perhaps tighten up with Turkey. And, and there, we're going to see a realignment in the Middle East. And it has all come because the United States has shown weakness in its foreign policy. 
And I want to say again, I am not suggesting the United States needs to invade every time uh, somebody misbehaves. But at certain strategic points in the world, if we show weakness, there are dictatorial powers, there are tyrannical powers, there are evil powers that are eager, eager to move in and take over and gain territory and build empires of their own, evil empires, if you will. And that's what's happening. So our arguably one of our best friends in the world, the Kurds of Iraqi Kurdistan, are being traumatized while we sit silently. And that's, I have to tell you, it's a real mystery to me. We've got some good people at defense. We've got good people in the White House. I don't mean all of them. You know my concerns about the uh, the Trump administration. Uh, he's tough talking. He has said good things about the Kurds in the past. But he, Secretary Tillotson, uh, who of course recently was removed, um, have done nothing when it comes to this. And I tell you, that, that vacuum, that lack of resolve, that cowardice in the face of challenge is going to produce trouble in the Middle East for years. So it's time for us to reverse course. I know that a lot of people in Congress listen to this podcast. I know a lot of people who work at the State Department listen to this podcast. And I want to strongly urge you, as much as you have any kind of influence, reverse course. We need to back the Russians out of the Middle East. We need to support the Kurds. We need to crack the whip with Baghdad. We need to cut off the connection between the government and Baghdad and Iran. And we need to do what is right. I'm not saying that we need to fight a massive Middle East war. I know people are afraid of Armageddon, you know, in the Middle East. That is not what happens. But if you show weakness to a bully, even in small measure, he will become an even greater bully and eventually he will take over your life. Vladimir Putin is a bully. Assad is a bully. The government in Baghdad is a bully. And by the way, with our money and our weapons, Iran is a bully. There are other countries we should be supporting. And amongst the people groups of the Middle East that we should be supporting are the Kurds. But most of all, we need to have a consistent, benevolent, but powerful foreign policy and not show weakness. Because let me assure you, and I'm not a fear monger, but let me assure you, we show enough weakness in the world, it will lead to continental invasion eventually, maybe not in our generation, eventually, because that's always what emboldens America's enemies. Not that we don't fight over there in their homeland. That's not what we are required to do. That's not what we should do. But that we show strength, that we show resolve, and that we stand by our enemies and keep our word. The lack of that is what has produced the looming disaster that is now on the rise in the Middle East. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.